Ever wondered what it's really like to self-publish? Obsessive, compulsive, addictive. Autonomy, power, freedom, control. Accountability, responsibility, a heavy burden. These are just a few of the feelings that self-published authors have every single day. In this podcast, we'll explore the everyday of being a self-published author with a focus on process over outcomes. If we do the small things really well every single day and consistently, then the outcomes will take care of itself. Here is what it's like. Welcome to the diary of a self-published author. Hello and welcome to the diary of a self-published author with me Stuart White. Today's date is the 15th of June, Thursday the 15th of June and I'm recording again in my late evening slot eh, with the, the kids in bed and the house a little bit quieter at the moment. Eh, coming to you this week from the middle of a heat wave, many of you will be struggling wherever you are with the heat as well this week. It seems to be a nationwide issue for folks, struggling to stay cool, hiding in the shade, drinking cold drinks and just generally trying to stop ourselves from melting and overheating. So it's been, yeah, it's been a tough week on on the old weather front and I guess for for us writers, staying indoors and sitting in front of the screens with all of that happening has probably been quite difficult and I would imagine that many of you have have struggled on that front and maybe haven't been as productive as you usually are this week. But, and, and I've been the same, to be honest, if I'm being honest with you. But yeah, we we have a, a few things to discuss in today's episode. Uh, obviously, I'll, I'll go through my usual uh, weekly diary entries and things that I've been up to from the self-publishing point of view. And we'll talk a little bit more about sort of the wider self-publishing world. So on that note, I wanted to talk a little bit about the availability of events and conferences for self-published authors. Now, these are definitely less numerous than the opportunities that are available in traditional publishing. And it's really interesting because I think it's something that I would I would love to to go and learn more about, to attend more events about. But I guess, you know, for the people running them, they have to weigh up the demand with the number of events they put on. And if there's not as enough people wanting to learn more about it, then obviously putting on a an event doesn't really make sense. But one event that is coming up is the self-publishing formulas, uh, self-publishing show that they do, self-publishing show live, I think they call it. And that's next week, I believe, down in London. Um, it's one I'd love to go to, but unfortunately, as a, a school teacher, I will be working on the things the Tuesday and Wednesday when the the show is on. Uh, I'm in I'm in school those days in Glasgow, so obviously getting to to London is impossible for for any part of that. So that's a shame. But maybe maybe we'll better luck next year with the with the days and the dates and so on. Uh, <laughs> the way my term works, if it had been one week later, I could have gone, but. It's just uh, just the way things are. Sometimes you miss out on these. But yeah, there's not too many of them around. And 
I wondered, is that something that there could be more of? And and, and actually, I was thinking, is it something that you know through right mentor or or maybe just on my own, I could maybe set something up for self-published authors, not not <laughs> not to like appear at myself or anything, just more to set up the actual event and then to attend myself and to learn a lot more about the self-publishing world and and how it functions and so on, get that more of a grasp of the the overall ecosystem. And so that anyway, that was that was sort of my my thinking. Uh, for this week, I was I was wondering about events, and I know that there are obviously good, uh, good associations like uh, Ally, for example, who they do a, they do a virtual conference, I believe, um, every year, which is free to attend if you're a member, and then goes on like a pay as you go type uh, on demand service afterwards uh, for all the various sessions there. But again, that that one's. Uh, quite a good one but yeah there's not an awful lot beyond that so that's something that i've been musing on this weekend um as i say if you're a self-published author and you're you're interested in that kind of thing there is one next week and you can still get tickets for i think at this stage um so it might be worth checking it out and, and heading along if you can i know that the the lineup for that event is is brilliant it's got all the the top people from within the self-publishing sphere uh, people from Amazon, for example, as well as a lot of the, 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 I guess the people who are front runners in self-publishing, who are who are selling a lot of books, are doing a lot of things right, who are, I guess, pioneers as well in terms of the way they go about things. There's people there that have created softwares and so on to help self-published authors. So, uh, yeah, it looks like a great event, and if you get the chance to, and you're interested in self-publishing, that's one that I would recommend you get yourself along to. So, yeah, that's a little bit of news from the the self-publishing world beyond just my own personal world, my own personal corner of that world. But, yeah, from my own point of view, I've had um, a good week. I saw what I think is the finalised ebook cover for my YA dystopian novel, The Nameless, and... I'm hoping that over the next week or two, we'll get the paperback and hardback uh, full wraparound covers all finished up as well. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's been it's been quite a an exciting week from that point of view. I'm still I'm still in the edits. I've I've gone through I went through one whole revision there, and I'm I'm going to go through it again uh, myself before I think it's going to go to to get proofed after that. Uh, but that's you know it's all an exciting time. There's this. I'm I'm now at the 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 stages of beyond the writing. So so the production, the uh, the marketing, the publicity stages and stuff for this particular book. So that's quite exciting, but also I guess a little bit daunting because it's all that other work that I'm maybe not as strong on. Uh, so it's yeah, there's a little bit of trepidation as well as excitement there. But it's yeah, it's coming along nicely, and I'm I'm quite happy with with how that one's going. So, look out um, for that over the next couple of months. Um, I made a start as well with my illustrator for middle, middle grade book. I think I maybe mentioned that last week, but been in contact uh, to get some initial ideas and so on. So that's also in the the, the bag. But probably the the biggest update. For this week, and I'll talk in a lot more depth 
about the results of this and analysis of it next week. But I've got a Kindle countdown deal running for Ghosts of Mars on Monday through to Friday and of next week. And it's on the Amazon.com marketplace as opposed to .co.uk, which obviously the .com marketplace is much, much bigger. There's a lot more uh, readers there. There's a lot more people likely to buy it, especially if it's an ebook on discount. And to sort of amplify that, that offer, I've also placed it with a number of these marketing uh, reader companies. The, the ones that have got huge reader lists and they, they send out uh, a picture, an image, a blurb, and obviously the discounted price for your ebook during that Kindle countdown period. And they, yeah, they help you to sort of reach a wider audience and hopefully get a larger number of sales. Uh, most of the ones I've gone for this time, they're on the, they are on the cheaper end, so I'm not I'm not splashing huge amount of cash on this particular um, countdown deal. But I'm hoping that um, the the outlay matches the income. That's that's always what I hope for with these things. I'm not at this stage. I'm not about making money. I've talked about this before, but most self published authors say that you're you're probably not going to make money on your first book or even your second, and it's probably more likely to be your third book and beyond that you start to make any kind of profit. So if I can get something close to breaking even on on this particular deal next week, then I'll be very happy with that. And as I say, next week I'll, I'll fill you in with the, the breakdown of the actual numbers, the analysis, and, and how it's going for me and so on. But it's, yeah, it's, 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 something, it's something good. It's something exciting to look forward to. I'll, I'll be addicted to click and refresh on my KDB's, KDP sales dashboard and checking, you know, and obviously I'll, I'll do all the usual things. I'll, I'll send out notice of the, the offer to my mailing list. I'll put it on my social medias uh, and so on and trying to just generate as well as the, the paid um, reaches that I'll get through the marketing reader lists. Um, also trying to go as far as I can organically via my own channels and so on as well and and uh, see how many people we can get uh, Ghosts of Mars into the hands of. And I think that I, I quite like, this is something I guess I've spoken about before, but I quite like having the the power over these sort of marketing campaigns. You wouldn't necessarily get that with traditional publishing. You'd, you, you'd write the book and then after that, it's pretty much over to them. Although you're probably expected to do your own organic marketing, you wouldn't necessarily be doing paid marketing for your own book if it was traditionally published because of the the minimal uh, royalty returns you get on each sale and also the, the the lack of ability to track sales and so on that you would have in that scenario whereas being self-published you have a lot more control and power over that and you can see with immediate effect and firsthand the impact of anything you do to try and market your book so uh, you know I, I quite like that aspect of it I really I look forward to these these little campaigns that I put on and just to see how well they do and experiment with them while it's, I'm still quite early in my self-publishing career and you know and, and then obviously tweak things um, improve them for next time and hopefully in the long term I'll come up with a, a whole bunch of strategies and things that I can do when I'm more and more established and, and they'll obviously scale up and work better with with more books out there and obviously with um, a more directed uh, approach that I would have and I guess a sharper sharper end to my marketing stick 
in terms of getting people to to buy and uh, read the books and so on. So anyway, that's uh, that's all to come next week. So I will update you a little bit more on that. Uh, in terms of my progress overall, in terms of my writing and planning and, and so on, I am still looking at getting two more books out this year with the probability that I'll try and get three more books out next year. I think I'm still on target for for those. And, and actually, if I can even speed that up a little bit, I'll try. There's um, a number of of different ways in which you can do that, of course. Um, you can you can obviously write faster. You can uh, you can try and work in books simultaneously, which is something I kind of do anyway, uh, and and just try and speed up the process a little bit, but without taking corners, you know, cutting corners or or taking anything out of the process that you that are an essential part to it. So that's the that's the the task, isn't it? Is to balance those things and to make sure that you you're not. Uh, cutting any corners while also still bringing out your books um, as frequently as you can. I know that a lot of people try and do three or four books a year. Um, those who self-publish, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see if I can if I can manage that next year and, and try and uh, up that pace and, and keep going with the, the 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 level of output that I think is going to be desirable to help me succeed with this whole endeavour that I'm undertaking just now. In other news, I. Did a school visit this morning, which was nice. Did it to a few schools. Um, they're all simultaneously on the, the same call, and it was quite nice. We I did a little introduction about myself and my books. Uh, the teachers typed in some questions into the chat box. Uh, the kids told me about their their favourite books, and we had a nice discussion about that. And yeah, it was a it was a lovely little session actually. Um, as a self published author, getting these kind of events is maybe not quite as as straightforward or as easy, um, but I, I find that if you if you speak and present passionately enough with, about reading and about books and so on, the kids themselves I don't think are too bothered about who publishes your books or uh, things like that. I think they're more interested in just finding out a little bit more about writing and reading and so on that you you know that all of us can discuss and chat with them and really sort of put ourselves forward as, as, I guess, role models and advocates for reading. It's one of those things that, I guess, as, as adults, not all adults read, and a lot of kids certainly give it up in, in their teen years as well. And so anything we can do to encourage reading into adulthood and you know, beyond just the, the initial primary years where uh, the, the uptake of reading and so on is much higher, then that's all for the good. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed the session. I mean, I do, I do love chatting to the kids. You know, they they come out with some uh, some really funny questions. They love to ask you things like, "It's always, you know, where do you get your ideas from? How many books have you written? How long does it take you to write a book?" Etc. Etc. So, yeah, it, it was a nice session, and I'm glad I did it. And I'm going to send a wee book over to. A signed copy of my book over to the schools involved, so that's quite nice as well. And they've got a wee thing to add to their class library. So yeah, it was nice to do that. And I think that the the more we put ourselves out there, self published authors, the more teachers become aware of our work and they they read it and they think, well, actually, it's self published, but it's, it's it's good. Like kids will enjoy this. It's engaging. It's a great story. The more we we do that kind of thing, then the more opportunities that 
we will have you know not not only ourselves personally with subsequent books and so on but um for for other people who are in a similar boat because you know there's there's st- there probably still is a bit of a, a stigma there attached to self-publishing um some people are still a bit too far up their own backside when it comes to thinking about how this kind of stuff and so it's nice to it's nice to be able to to do some of the things that you know maybe some people think should be preserved or, or kept for those that are traditionally published so anyway that's that was nice today and, and you know it's a nice uh nice little thing to get to do especially you know i'm, I'm a school teacher myself so I, you know I, I enjoy chatting away to kids anyway but uh, it's good to do it in, in it with my author hat on i think so yeah that was nice and obviously a couple of more books in the hands of school kids which is which is great and we'll see uh, we'll see if I get any responses from those teachers to see if any kids have loved that. Um, that's that's something actually I did uh, when I first brought out the book was I did a, a big draw and sent I sent a class set to to one school and I set, sent individual copies to five or six other schools and it was nice to get the the DMs from the librarians or teachers who who won those to say that you know a kid or several kids have have come along and have actually read it. And the last section this week, as as always, as every week, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, my my health, mental health, and general well being as a, a self published author. I talk about this every week about I guess the the yo yo, the ups and downs that we face um, in terms of our mental and physical health at times, and how for a self published author, especially with the 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 scarcer support network that we tend to have around us compared to some of those in the traditional publishing industry who have a wee bit more support although you know in fairness sometimes that that support's lacking for them too it can be difficult when you're having doubts about things when you're struggling with ideas for edits or just with the confidence to think oh this is actually okay this book because you know at times it does feel like oh you know is is this is this good enough is this publishable enough and and you don't have that external verification that you have from others so it can lead to a lot of spiraling negative thoughts and doubts in your head when you're going through especially because i think i'm going through edits at the moment and it's like is this good enough when i'm taking this bit out and adding this bit in and uh, doing doing x y and z to my manuscript am i actually improving it and will this be a story that people will want to read is it exciting enough is it engaging enough does it have a satisfying enough resolution? All of these questions are just constantly circulating in your head, and so it, it can take a wee bit of a toll. I think, especially see, I don't have I don't have as much of a doubt during the drafting stage. I don't know about about all of you that are listening, but when when I'm drafting a novel, there's there's less self doubt there. But it's it's this editing stage where it, it always kicks in, and I think that's why I've got a bit of a negative association with editing, and I, I think I always dread it coming round because I think it. It's associated with negative thoughts in my head. And I know that for me mentally, that's not a good position to be in. I'm, I'm prone to those negative swirls down the, the drain, you know, and then I get, I get, I get sucked in and, I, I, you know, I just have to try and keep myself away from that if I can. Uh, the, one, of the, one of the ways of doing that, of course, if you can find a cheerleader of some sort it might be like a critique partner or someone even even someone who is not a writer but um will maybe read your work and just say oh this is actually it is really good or it's just someone to give you a bit of 
reaffirmation at the at that stage it, it's always really helpful so I, i've had those kind of thoughts this week and uh, yeah it's, it's been up and down as as it always as um, i've also been having you know related um health issues to do with the heat as well because of my my conditions that i've got so <laughs> you know energy levels and stuff have been pretty low and you know it's been it's been quite tough to go on at times and sometimes i'm sort of staring at the screen and i'm like i need to edit two chapters tonight but i can barely keep my eyes open and i'm like what is the what's the point in continuing with this and you know sometimes you do need to just say to yourself at that point well i need to rest i need to not do this tonight and but there's you know and you know yourself how your own body works but there's other times where you maybe need to say actually I just need to push on through and get this done and then actually i'll probably feel re-energized and better afterwards having done the task and not put it off so you know, that's something you, you always have to judge for yourself i think you know how your own body and your own system works and you have to make a, a call based upon that so yeah that's in terms of mental and physical health this week bit of a struggle bit of up and down as usual but you know hopefully for for all of you as well and um, we're all just taking care of ourselves and making sure that we leave ourselves in a physical and mental state that's healthy and will mean that you know come next week and the week after and the week after and a month or a year or 10 years from now we're still able to do this because we're not been so hard on our our, our minds and our bodies uh, on a day-to-day -day basis as we toil through this so yeah that's that's um i guess an important message to remember in terms of that so that's everything for this week's episode we're all caught up i have um a big week next week I've got a big week here in terms of my, my writing, but also in, in other aspects of my life as well. But I will take some time to pop in and let you know about the results of my, my big uh, campaign next week. And I'll, I'll let you know specifically where I've placed uh, the, the ads and so on and the, the impact that each of them has had and which has been the most effective, because I think that's useful uh, for people to know if they're looking to replicate something themselves. All right, so thanks so much for, for joining me again for the Diary of a Self-Published Author. I've been Stuart White, and I'll see you all next time. Bye for now.